Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually. With podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff, you can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com. You're listening to the Visibly Fit Podcast. Hey, I'm your host, Wendy Pett. And every week, I'll give you holistic, practical solutions for everyday issues related to nutrition, healing, functional fitness, and behavior modifications. As a naturopath, fitness expert, and wellness coach for over 20 years, my goal is to empower you to reach for greater health and to rise up to your next level of living in mind, body, and spirit. You were created with greatness in mind. It's time to own it. Are you with me? Then let's dive in. Do you find that you wake up exhausted and tired most days? Well, guess what? 42% of Americans, they start feeling tired as early as noon in their day, according to some new research. And a survey that looked at the daily habits of 2,000 Americans found that 65% said that they rarely wake up feeling rested and energized. Does that sound like you? Do you feel depleted and exhausted most days? Well, I want you to lean in and listen up to this episode of Visibly Fit because I have a perfect guest on the show today. I was actually um, at the NRB conference and got to interview her in person, and it was so great to hear her take on exhaustion And I want you to know it might not be what you're thinking. It might not just be the rest and the sleep part of the equation. So you're going to hear her talk a little bit about sacred rest and how that really plays a big role in your overall rest. So anyway, enjoy the show. I hope you uh, love it and uh, go ahead and lean in and and listen well. Dr. Sandra Dalton-Smith, thank you so much for being on Visibly Fit today. It is my pleasure. Oh my goodness, this is so much fun because you are helping high achievers reshape their view on change, communication, and self-care to optimize their effectiveness, right? That's correct. You are on a mission, sister. I'm telling you, I talk with so many of my clients, my patients that are just tired, burnout, overwhelmed, exhausted, and I'm sure you hear these words all the time. And um, it's not just about the sleep, is it? Now, this is a big component, right, to, to rest and, and when people are, are tired and weary. But you talk so much more about there's, there's, there's more components to rest than just sleeping. And I think um, women in general, if I were to stereotype, tend to um, probably not take care of themselves as much as they take care of everybody else. And by the time they get to themselves, they're pretty much like days done and it's too late, right? So you're on a mission to help help people in general, but probably women, right? Uh, have a have a big shift here. So let's talk about uh, your passion and how this got started. Because you're a doctor, you're a physician. Let's talk about you. You know your background, how you even got started in this to begin with. Well, that's correct. I am a physician. That's um, past 20 years in clinical practice. And I would probably say about 15 years ago, I got to this place where I was just exhausted. Um, I had two kids. They came back to back 21 months apart. Oh, boy. And so I had a very active medical practice and then a new family. 
And I had no idea really how to juggle all of that. So I hit, I hit a wall. And I remember coming home one day and just putting my kids, you know, it was 6, 7 o'clock after getting home from work and having the kids in daycare. And I remember just putting them in front of the TV and laying out on my foyer floor. And I'm like, God, if this is what I was praying for, I didn't know what I was talking about. Mm. This is too much. Mm. I can't, you know, it's a really sad point when you get to the place where you can't hold your blessings anymore. It's like they're just, like they're there, but you can't enjoy them. You're just too exhausted to really engage and so I, I felt like for the first time, God really just spoke to my heart. You know, this is the first time you've asked me anything about this. It's like you've been so busy working your plan and yes. kind of getting all these things laid out that you never asked me what it looks like mm. to actually live it in a place of joy and peace. And so that started that journey of really diving into how do I recover from burnout in a career that I love without quitting the career and sacrificing myself in the process. Wow. Wow. You are talking to so many people that are listening right now, because I think in in general, we do tend to have um, a check, you know, check this off, check this off the list. And this is what I want to do. This is my career. You've got it all planned out. But you're right. We forget to ask God, is this what you want for me? And, And when it's all said and done, you're, it's it's almost too late. So you got to that too late point, mm-hmm. and you you needed a shift. You had to change the trajectory of your life, or something was gonna uh, you were gonna hit a wall, right? I was already hitting. You already the hit the wall. <laughs> at a place where I was literally flat on my back on my four year floor, and you know one of the things that really helped me a lot was that I felt like traditional medicine wasn't going to help me with this. Mm. I tried to get the eight hours of sleep. Sure. I would sleep for eight hours, wake up still exhausted. Mm. And, you know, I think that there's a lot of people who are experiencing the same thing. They're sure. tired. They're not getting solid sleep, too. But they know that even after they get as much sleep as they can get, they're still tired when right. they wake up the next morning. Right. And that's really where these different types of rest came from, because I had to get really specific and intentional about where am I drained? What actually is needing to be restored and poured back into? And you call it sacred rest. And yes. that's the title of your book, Sacred Rest. Recover your life, renew your energy, and restore your sanity. So you have um, seven different um, ways that you talk about rest. Mm-hmm. Can, can you want to share a couple of those with us? Yeah, so the seven different types of rest include the physical, mental, spiritual, emotional, social, sensory, and creative And so the three most people are really familiar with already are the physical, spiritual, and mental. Sure. But even in physical, just to kind of help clarify, spiritual, or physical rather, physical has two different components. You have the passive form of physical rest, which is sleeping and napping. But you also have an active form of physical rest that includes things like yoga or stretching or or leisure walks or massage therapy, those things that actually improve your body flexibility, that improves your circulation, that improve your lymphatics drainage. Correct. And I think we have to be aware that, you know, rest isn't as simple as just cessation activity. It's not simply stopping. It's about restoration. Rest should equal restoration. It should be a pouring back into, a filling back up of these places where we drain energy. That's so good. And I think what you said is, is vital because I think a lot of people do think rest is stagnant. You just lay on the couch and, and veg out and watch Netflix, and that's not uh, the case. There's a time and a place for that, of course. Yes. But um, but like what you're saying, it's, it's restorative. It's going out for a walk, being outside, and breathing in the fresh air and hearing what God has for you on that day. And he, and he helps spark that creativity. And anyway, I just I just love what you're all about because I'm, I'm very much passionate about this as well as you can tell. 
tell. But I, I believe there's just a disconnect. Like I, I have been on a mission, and when we first met, we're at this conference here. So if y'all hear uh, noise in the background, that's what's going on. But um, I, I'm on a, a mission to to get this restorative kind of sleep. Like I, I'm trying to master that myself because. Um, I've got like a whoop band and an aura ring, and I'm trying to monitor it all. The, the, the parasymptic, uh, you know, I'm just trying to figure it all out. And my HRV and, you know, it's, it's kind of like I'm starting to become so stressed out about my little <laughs> monitors that it's, it's, it's doing more damage than good. <laughs> I mean, not true, but we can get so obsessed with it is what I'm trying to say that um, it can take away from what we're really trying to accomplish as well, right? So true. You know, <laughs> I, I think we have to rest about rest. There you go. That's what I'm after. Rest about <laughs> to rest. To some degree. Um, you, we do have to be intentional, I think, yes. and that's what you're focusing on. We do have to be intentional because if you're not intentional about restoring these places, they won't get restored, that's which right. is where most of us have lived. So you do have to be very intentional, but I do agree with you. We shouldn't stress about it as well yeah. because then that just kind of adds to that whole um, stress response that's really driving a lot of the energy inflammation (laughs) inflammation the cortisol level spikes and and really just keeping most of us in this place where we never feel like we're ever restored yeah that's so good you talked about um, uh, creative restoration and um, what was the other uh, number six you mentioned before Um, creative creative probably sensory sensory let's talk about that a little bit yeah. What, what does that look like? Well, creative rest, you actually gave a really great example when you were talking about going outside in nature. Mm-hmm. Creative rest is the rest you experience when you allow yourself to appreciate beauty mm-hmm. in whatever form that is, whether it's natural beauty like the oceans or the mountains or flowers or creative beauty like art or music or okay. dance. Yes. And so I think what happens is a lot of us don't see ourselves as creative people. Mm. You know, we're not musicians or something where we think creativity but every time you solve a problem, you're using creative energy. That's right. And most of our jobs, our lives, our family require us to solve problems day in and day out. Right. So, so you're tapped us, out there. Exactly. Uh. And then we don't think we need creative rest. We don't actually put an appreciation right. on those things that are just pouring back into that childlike awe and wonder. Mm, I love that because you're right. I think so many people, since it's problem solving, they don't see it as creativity. They're thinking, I need to paint. I need it. Yeah, all that. So I'm glad you're you're talking about that because um, it can squash out the the childlike wonder, like you were saying. And we need to, to get that back so we see the the magnificence of God and all that we're doing, right? Yeah. yeah. So um, the best way to do that, you said, is is like go for a walk. What, what's another way, or to so go to the museum or, or whatever? Yeah, it's so individualized because mm-hmm. each and every one of us kind of has the uh, their way that creativity speaks to you yeah so you know one person might be able to incorporate more creative rest by just putting images of places that they love on their backs you know they're on their phone oh or that's on a good their idea. wallpaper on their computer so as they're sitting there and it's scrolling by they're seeing these things someone else might benefit from actually buying themselves flowers and putting them in their house now so i like that idea that in. <laughs> um, i've had people actually put accent walls in through their office spaces so their, their wall actually becomes a work of art where they stay inspired. Ooh, I so love many that. different ways of doing it. And it's so individualized because you really just have to be honest about who you are and then and how what God inspires speaks. you. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Okay. Let's talk about sensory because I, I want to I hear about what's that sensory? How do you restore that area? 
Well, sensory rest requires you to evaluate your sensory inputs. Mm-hmm. So what are We're the lights? We're getting a lot right now. We're getting a lot of sensory <laughs> input right now at a conference. Um, so it's the lights, the sounds, the, the textures, things that are touching you, the smells. You know, um, and most of the time we're not really thinking about that as being draining. But as you mentioned, if you've ever been to a conference and at the end of the day, you're like, I was sitting all day long, but I'm physically, I'm like exhausted. I don't know what's exhausted, but something has me drained. Oftentimes that's a sensory rest deficit. Mm. Your senses have been overwhelmed with the mic sounds and all of the lights and all of the clapping. And you're needing a reprieve. You're needing some moments of silence. That's one way of getting sensory rest. Sometimes you may find at a conference you break off and go to your hotel room and like lights off and you just need to like be in that space out. nothing <laughs> for a few moments and all of that's part of sensory rest you know on a practical note like if you're at your office sometimes just you know closing your eyes for five minutes at your desk can be enough to give you a little bit of sensory rest that's so good and and I think in this day and time with so much stuff being uh you know being pushed to us like on social media or television or just our friends phone calls I mean we're just constantly being bombarded with information so I think maybe we're maybe more taxed in this area than most people even realize right absolutely and I love that you mentioned that push to you because the notifications on our devices are a huge way that most people are getting sensory overloaded yes because you know we're not really cognitively aware of how many notifications we get and if you just let your cell phone and your text be all the notifications you got, you would still get a lot. Okay. And then if you add in, most of us also get them from our social media. We get them from the news app, the weather app. All of those together will end up causing you to actually have this cortisol response yes. because you're getting all of these little hits of adrenaline. I, I'm, I'm so glad you're really talking about this because, um, you know, I shut down my phone at night. I put on airplane mode and just shut it down, and I don't want anything buzzing or beeping or anything. But even during the day, that's very wise to turn off those notifications. But if if someone is, is struggling in the weight department, trying to release weight, right, mm-hmm. they don't realize how much their cortisol is out of whack for even uh, the, the stimulation from, from what's going on with the sensory overload. So, so true. It's, it's one of those things, okay, this needs to be in check as well. If I'm looking to get healthy and well, I have to all also check out my um, my rest in the sensory department. So that's so, so good. Um, okay, physical, we know about. What was, okay, I know you went through the list so fast. I'm sorry, I don't have so it in front of me. some of the <laughs> other ones, well, two that I'll bring up um, that together are emotional and, and social. Mm. They both deal with people. Yeah. Um, emotional is the rest you experience um, when you are just really authentic and genuine about what you're feeling. Yeah. And then social are the, the people in your life that are life-giving. You know, most of the people in our lives are needing things from us. They are socially pulling energy from us. Energy vampires. Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes they're not even people that are negative people. Mm -hmm. Even like your kids and your spouse need things from you, so they're always pulling from your social energy. Yeah. You then have to evaluate who are the people in my life that don't need anything from me, those adult friends who I just like being around, who are are life-giving, who pour back into me and make those people a priority again. That's so good. And and maybe... um, (laughs) <laughs> being social means you're not really being social. <laughs> Some, yeah, sometimes you just need, some, as Jesus did, you just need to draw just away from the crowd for a moment. need to go away for just a little while. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I know that's so true because um, I think you're right. I don't think we as women tend to think about how much we're being pulled at all times. And then that's why when you hit the pillow and you're just so exhausted, 
you're like, why? I didn't even, you know, get to my list today. Mm-hmm. You were so busy giving to everybody else. So um, I can always say, if mom ain't happy, nobody's happy, you know. Um, how do you feel about um, self-care and taking care of yourself first? Because I believe it's, it's something that we should do, and a lot of women tend to think it's selfish, and I think it's selfless. But what is your take on that? I, I think I know your yeah, answer, but I, you know, go ahead. I, that whole, um, <laughs> you know, is self is. If self-care is selfish, to me, it just seems so ridiculous to, right? <laughs> to even think that. Because you can't, you can't give your best self when you're, when you're depleted and That's you're drained. Right, right. And so there, there has to take, you have to actually see the ownership in taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. That there's a need for you to, to do what you want to do in life, whether that serve your family or whatever else. Yeah. <laughs> by taking some ownership. Um, of your need to stay restored and to stay healthy. Yeah, see, I, I love that, taking ownership of that. And I think that that's what someone needs to hear right now that's listening to this podcast. You deserve to take ownership of your self-care because it's only up to you. only you can do it. So um, I just appreciate you so much. I love what you stand for. I love the mission that you're on. And you are actually, I have to share this because I think it's awesome. Um, Most of my listeners, not all, but uh, most of them are faith-based Christian uh, listeners, but you were on uh, Dave Asbury's show. Is that I correct? Was. That's, that's he's an atheist. <laughs> he is. I want to talk about that because I love it. Yeah, it was really amazing. He Someone shared my research with him, and he had never heard of that, and he had a book that was coming out that had to do with rest, and so he started reading it and was really just um, drawn to the research that I'd done. And so I had an opportunity to share with him about it, and he's just been such a great supporter of that. He probably at least seven times on his own personal platform has shared about the book and about our interview together. That's so cool. And what do you think resonated with him most and how did you deliver it so that he got it? I think the thing that really stuck with him the most, you know, in describing all in describing all of the seven different types of rest Mm -hmm. was that it it broke it down into a way that it gave language to things that he was already thinking. Mm -hmm. You know, I think, and I think that's what resonated with most people. It's like, sensory rest I I do that I get it, but I yeah. didn't call it that uh-huh. or creative rest yes I do like the, you know making sure I'm in nature or doing these things but I had never called it that because th- we often just think about rest as those cessation activities right and we don't look at them as restorative activities mm. and I think that was a huge part of it giving language to something that he he had already kind of experienced in him for himself. Yeah, yeah, that's so good. Well, I, again, I love that you're all about restoring and helping people um, and their well-being in the workplace especially, right? That's a huge part of what I do now. Yeah, yes. so tell us a little bit about that. How are you going about doing that? Yes, my company, I'm the founder and CEO of Restore Assist. We are a wellness-based consulting agency for corporations. And mm. what we do is we help to build back up their, their staff. A lot of people right now are depleted and going through burnout especially with everything that just happened and has been happening in the world right with the pandemic Mm -hmm. and most companies they understand that their employees are their greatest assets Mm -hmm. but they don't know what to do next to help them actually to incorporate some practices within their home and their personal life Mm -hmm. so that it translates into every aspect of them actually being better and so that's what we're focusing on We, we bring in some tactics and things that they can do at home and at the workplace, that actually helps them to be more productive and happier in their roles. That's awesome. Could you give just a quick uh, little testimonial of maybe someone you've worked with, and you don't have to name the name, but how when you came in and uh, worked with them, how it it changed maybe their 
their production or or just the the bottom you know the the dollar the oh uh, yeah it's activity. all about the bottom line it, well you know what it <laughs> with is corporations, with corporations it is all about the bottom line yeah one of my favorite testimonies is specifically with a tech company where you know these were millennials these are young people so yeah. you wouldn't think they'd be burned out but oh. but they were highly burned out because. Yeah. The tech industry, you know, that whole concept of sensory rest, they had no idea of how it was affecting them. Mm-hmm. And so just, and they can't get away from technology. Yeah. And I think that was the key of showing them how to get more sensory rest without quitting their jobs. For sure. Because they need, we need them. We need them to stay in their roles, but they need to be able to do it from a healthy place. 100%. And it's just, it was just beautiful just to see how, so I had one particular person who says, I have not slept throughout the night in like 10 years. And the this and the email was said. This is the I woke up. This is the first night that I slept eight straight hours. Oh, praise to me, God! That's, that's a huge. win. That is a <laughs> massive win, and not just within uh, that corporation, but imagine how they're functioning in the their society and life. in their home, their entire <laughs> life. It's a ripple effect. So, thank you for the good work you're doing. Um, keep reaching out to those millennials. They do need to hear your message. My son's in the space force, and so uh, yeah, I, maybe a contract with the military. I'm seeing that in your future. <laughs> you know what? I actually had. Some Someone from the military reach out to ask me about tactical rest. That's really? Yes. That's you what go, we're, girl. We're working with them on. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. All right. Well, thank you so very much for being on the show, Dr. Sandra Dalton-Smith. And you can find her at? Ichoosemybestlife.com. Ichoosemybestlife.com. So thank you so much for your time. And thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Visibly Fit. Well, that's a wrap for today's show. So thank you so much for tuning in. I love spending this time with you. To learn more and get more free resources, just head on over to wendypet.com. And thank you in advance for sharing this episode and this podcast, following and subscribing, not only to this podcast, but finding me on social media, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, wherever you are, I'm probably there too. Until next week in our next podcast time together, make it a visibly fit day.